Disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist, counselor, or professional broadcaster. The following are stories from my life and personal experiences and are the property of me. There will be profanity, quite a fucking bit of it, so please keep that in mind along with adult themes and topics. Listener discretion is advised. I've always wanted to say that. Hi and welcome to episode 26 of Here She Comes, Confessions of a Retired Vibrator Seller. I'm your host, Jasmine Aziz. On the last episode, I talked about the first of some very memorable parties I did in Hamilton. I don't know what it is about that city, but some of the weirdest shit happened to me while I was there. But I'll be going into that more in future episodes. As you'll recall, Granny gave me a valuable life lesson while I was in Hamilton, and in return, I sold her her first vibrator. At the age of 72, she had her first orgasm. I have to say, I had a multitude of deeply meaningful highlights during my four-year stint selling toys, and among them, that party with Granny is close to the top of my list. Bless you, Grand Grand, wherever you are. You gave me a great gift that night, and I will never forget it. And now, back to the story. November snow had begun to gently fall. It always signaled that my birthday loomed close. It had been three weeks since I moved in with Lammy, and for the most part, it was bliss. It took no time to get unpacked and settled into a routine of dinner, gym, dinner, gym, dinner, gym, for each day of the week, with weekends of party bookings and nights out for dinner at restaurants around our area. I had made an agreement with Lammy when I first moved in that I would contribute to the rent. Though he was very adamant that I not pay him rent at all, I didn't want him to later throw it in my face that I was getting a free ride. I figured if things went well enough, I would be investing in our future together, and if things went sideways, I could at least say I paid my own way. I bought the groceries, paid a portion of the rent, and did all the cleaning and cooking. He agreed that he would take me out for dinner on the weekends before my parties and pay for the meals and the bulk of the rent money along with the hydro. Was this what marital compromise was all about? I wondered. If so, we had it down to a science in just under a week's time. It also took no time to figure out that we would both be happier if we each took over one bathroom for ourselves. He took the bathroom with the stand-up shower in the second room, and I put all my makeup and grooming supplies in the bathroom closer to our bedroom. Yes, indeed, it was bliss. Not long after we had moved in, one of Lammy's oldest friends, Mark, called him up and said he would be in town, and would we like to meet him for dinner. I offered to cook him a meal at home, and he took us up on the offer. I labored over every detail of the meal, making them a hearty chicken marsala dish served on fresh pasta I purchased from the local deli. I made myself a vegetarian tomato sauce and steamed some broccoli as a side dish. Lammy opened the bottle of red wine that Mark brought over, using my black and silver tumblers to serve the drinks 
since we didn't own any wine glasses of our own. I don't want any wine, I said to Lammy as he started to pour a third glass. What are you going to drink? I'll stick with water, I said casually. Lammy shot me an indiscernible look. I'm sorry we don't have any wine glasses, Mark. I have it on my list to buy next week. Jazzy, don't worry. If I'd known, I would have brought them as a housewarming present for the two of you. Quite the cozy place you've got here, bro. It's mostly because of her, Lammy said. I didn't know if he was referring to the fact that 80% of the furniture was mine, or if it was because of my efforts to make the place feel comfortable and welcoming. Mark cut us up on all the details of his new job while we ate. He was a great guest, eating and savoring every bite and offering compliments at several junctures. The third time he thanked me for making the meal, Lammy reached over to grab my right hand and held it tightly in his. Lammy didn't speak. He just held my hand tightly, securing it to the table under the weight of his own hand. I didn't want to shake his hand away, so I attempted to scoop up my pasta with my left hand while trying not to make too big of a mess. She's a great cook, Lammy said. Normally, we go to the gym after a meal like this, but seeing as it's Friday, we can take the night off. I fought back the urge to bring up the fact that he had insisted we go to the gym last Friday, even though I wanted to do something else. I chose to use subtle sarcasm to get my point across instead. Yeah, Lammy, it's Friday night and we aren't going to the gym, but it's really because you're here. Otherwise, he'd make me go. Lammy lifted his hand off mine and sat up straight, averting his gaze. Jazzy, I think he'd do anything for you. I find it hard to believe my bro doesn't do everything you ask. Why do you say that, Mark? After what you did for him on his last birthday? Fuck. I would do anything you asked if you were my girl. I shot Lammy a look, but he kept his eyes glancing downward at the four strings of noodles still on his plate. You told him? I whispered, though I was very aware that Mark could hear me. Don't be embarrassed, Mark said. I would tell everyone too. In fact, I told my girl Linda what you did, hoping it would inspire her, but she just got mad at me and threw a book at my head. Maybe you could talk to her when you meet her. Jazzy, I'd appreciate that. I smiled feebly at Mark. With my hand free, I could finish my meal with ease, but my appetite was gone. I wondered just how much detail Lammy had given Mark about that night. I also wondered why Lammy hadn't made a big deal of it at the time, but was clearly bragging about it to one of his male friends. I cleared the table and returned with a tray of brownies I had prepared earlier in the day. Let's open another bottle of red and sit on the balcony, Lammy said. I cleaned up the tiny plates as Lammy followed me into the kitchen to get a bottle of wine. As I put the dishes in the sink, he wrapped his arms around me and whispered in my ear. I told Mark about that night because I wanted him to know I'm the luckiest man alive. Don't be mad, baby. I turned to face him. I could see in his eyes that he was being sincere. I felt my shoulders drop down from around my ears. I smiled as I curled into his arms. I looked up at him and said, We could maybe do the same for my birthday when we're back in Ottawa if you want. Uh, Let's talk about that after Mark leaves, Lammy said in a strangely antiseptic tone. His eyes clouded over and I couldn't read his expression. As I cracked open a cooler from the fridge, I began to wonder if a repeat of that night was in fact... A bad idea.
The first year we were dating, I wanted to do something extra special for Lammy on his birthday. I thought about buying him clothes or an expensive watch, but it didn't feel right. I went shopping with my mother to try to find him something that he wouldn't buy himself when I stumbled across a Bill Blast black wallet with a small gold insignia in the corner. I liked the idea of giving him something he would keep with him at all times. I wrote a small love note by hand and tucked it into the fold of one of the pockets and then wrapped the gift in gold paper with a silver ribbon. The day of his birthday, there was a terrible ice storm. I told Lammy not to drive up to Ottawa for the night because the weather was so bad, but he insisted that he wanted to spend his birthday with me. When he got to my house, there was tension brewing between him and my sister, who wasn't happy about us dating. We decided to go out for dinner alone instead of it being a family affair in my house. At dinner, I pulled out the gold box and handed him his gift. He opened it with a smile and gently thanked me for the wallet. I wasn't impressed. I was expecting something a bit more enthusiastic from him. It's a Bill Blass wallet, I said. Bill Blass. It's a designer wallet. Yeah, he said, stuffing his mouth with beef. I see that. Thanks, baby. Maybe he didn't like labels. Maybe he wasn't into names on wallets or gold insignias. I wasn't much into it myself, but considering what the wallet cost, I expected the feel of the silky leather alone to elicit a better response than I was getting. You seem bum, Lammy. Is something wrong? He finished chewing the hunk of meat in his mouth and swallowed hard. I don't think your sister is too happy with me. I took a long breath. My sister and I had been fighting for weeks about the fact that I had started dating Lammy. She was adamant that I wasn't his type and that he would break my heart. We fought about it constantly and it began to put a strain on our relationship, creating a pall of angst in the house. She just wants me to be happy, I said. Are you? Yes, of course. Aren't you? Yeah, sure. But I know how much your family means to you. Listen, it's your birthday. Let's talk about happier things. Is there anything you want to do after dinner? Want to go to a dessert place? We don't have any Toblerone cheesecake places here, but I'm sure I could find something nice. Nah, I should head back. The roads are getting pretty slick. Too bad the weather blows or we could go to a strip club and pick up a stripper, I said, mostly joking. Lammy put his fork down on the table. What did you say? I said, we could go to a strip club, but you want to drive back home tonight. I get it. We can do it another time. You'd go to a strip club? Sure, why not? It's not like I've never been to one before. There was one right up the street from our store for a long time. I used to go in there and ask them to give me change if I didn't want to go all the way up to the bank. As a matter of fact, two weeks ago, this really hot Asian chick came into the store and she told me she was a stripper. She also told me to come check out her show, so I thought we could go together. Lammy paused and studied me. He picked up his fork and then put it down again. He pushed his plate away from him and summoned the server to bring our check. I began to gather up my gloves and hat. After he paid for dinner, though I insisted several times that I wanted to pay, he said nothing as we walked hand in hand toward his car. After I strapped my buckle in, he put the car in drive and said, Where is it? Where's what? I said. Where's the strip club? Oh, you're serious? You want to go? I thought you said the weather is... Is it in Hull? 
Uh, yeah, hang on. I have the address written on a piece of paper in my purse. Hold on a second. I fished around for the little sheet of paper that had the strip club address on it. A few weeks earlier, a young, very attractive Asian woman came into the store to buy some earrings. We started chatting about the tattoo she had on her wrist, and before I knew it, she told me her name was Candy and that she was a stripper in a club across the river. I told her that I had been dating a guy big enough to be a bouncer at the club when she insisted that I bring him over so she could meet him. I indulged her, taking the address of the club down without really ever intending to go. Now that Lammy had the car in drive and was navigating the slippery streets, it seemed I had no choice but to follow through. Freezing rain pelted the windshield as Lammy expertly drove his car down toward the club. He shifted the gears, grinding the car to a sliding stop in the packed parking lot of the strip club. He turned to me and smiled for the first time that evening. His grin looked so awkward that it actually made me feel a bit sad for him. I smiled back at him and caught my breath as he leaned in and kissed me deeply on my mouth. What was that for? For tonight. Thanks, baby. I smiled broadly and tapped him on the nose. Don't thank me yet. This is just the parking lot. Let's go inside, Lammy. It looks like you'll be having candy for dessert after all. I'm gonna shiver you, shake and quiver you, shiver you up. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying my podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app and give me a review. You can reach out to me via social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, remember that the best part of life is love. So be sure to open your heart to it because here she comes. I'm just a popcorn dreaming on a red and you up. I'm gonna shiver you, shake and quiver you, shiver you up.